And there came a day, a day unlike... Wait, no, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks and... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsi, oh, damn it. Welcome to episode 84 of Panelology. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Amber. Hello. How are you guys? We're good. We're not going to talk about Thanksgiving at all. I mean, right. I'm not now. I've already gotten it out good. of the system. How, how did you guys enjoy yours? It was fine. I was sick. It was fine. I didn't have to deal with <laughs> most of my family. Yes, that. Cool. <laughs> For those at home, Alex just had like a 15 minute long rant. It was eight, he's okay now. No, <laughs> I'm true. very much not. Right. But, but we're not okay going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. We're okay. We're not going to talk about it. We'll talk about it all there. Sometimes we do a second take because one of us forgets to press the play button or presses it <laughs> too many times. Sometimes we do a second take because Alex needed to. Because <laughs> the atmosphere gets hostile. And I'm just going to drink a little more of my drink. <laughs> Good and, man. Uh, uh, Maka, I guess. <laughs> so. Only it's too early for that still. To everybody In see Justice company. League. I have yes. not yet. Oh, okay. We have to wait again. No, you can talk about it freely. No, no, no. no, no. I don't think no, we've actually talked about we it. We haven't all. because I hadn't seen it until yesterday. Because spoilers oh really do not stop me from enjoying a movie or watching it I'll, with exception no, of the good place we would i don't have uh, okay yes that was that was a spoiler free thing that you were right about <laughs> but only because it has the biggest twist yeah what a twist mm-hmm. what a twist <laughs> the end of season one yeah yeah oh yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah don't watch that episode first by the way <laughs> yeah no don't don't do what i did and watch the last two episodes before everything else Jenna. because you thought that was the premiere night jenna and it was not it was the opposite <laughs> oh no the whole thing was spoiled for you it was ruined but it was still two really good like solid standalone episodes so it was that's fine. true but it was very surprising when i got to those yeah just going i bet it, I bet it would have been <laughs> no yeah. but really justice league i I don't have the highest of it. Like, I feel meh about it, so... Okay. Then then you will be pleasantly surprised. That's good. Yeah. yeah. That's the way I feel. Because cool. I went in the same way. And there are some things wrong with it, like some bad, bad CGI. It's DC. <laughs> There's some bad, bad CGI that happens. But it was a good movie. I heard people say so far that they don't like that Joss Whedon came in and fixed things. Right. Yeah. And okay. yeah. I will fight. That. No. No. I'm not sure. The Joss Whedon scenes are my favorite scenes. Nah. How can you tell which scenes are his? Uh, Gal Gadot's pregnant. Five months pregnant as opposed to one to three months pregnant. Gal Gadot's showing and in like flowing red cape arbitrarily for one scene between two scenes where she isn't to hide her belly. Why is she pregnant? Well, Amber, because when a man when and a woman... and daddies love each other, they give each other a special guys, hug. Or guys, when two you women, know this, you have two of or them. Or when two women love each other very much, they go to a fertility clinic and go through an vitro fertilization to, process. I was about to say, I like the ladies a lot more. Can you explain to me, please, how, how pregnancy happens? Well, see, there's a flow chart here. So, 
Jen covered one side of it. I covered the other side. <laughs> right. I went heteronormative. Sorry. That was weird. I know. How did that happen? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, <laughs> Not I'm, a white, I'm a white cishet dude. I should have been the one to cover that. <laughs> <laughs> but really, is there anything you guys want to say about Justice League? I thought the Joss Whedon scenes were the best part in a sort of weird, pointless character development way and would not have minded seeing them slip a little more character development into the other scenes to make everything kind of connect up a little bit more and not be this sort of impressionist character development thing. I thought they should have made Henry Cavill shave his fucking mustache instead of CGing his mouth. Yeah. I'm super... that was fucking awful. That was fucking... Come on. You haven't figured out mouths yet. Don't try it. Like, don't. Like, don't. They did it during... Batman v Superman too, also, right? I think for like a little bit. Not the whole thing, though. <sighs> I am super into... Nobody's mustache is that important. No, it's not. It's <laughs> fucking not. If it's your job to play a character, you be that character. We see like Hollywood actors shave their head and stuff yeah. all the time for things. I get feel really like Salvador Dali's mustache was that important. Yeah, yeah, yeah but he wasn't an actor. But Henry maybe Cavill John Waters. Not. Oh, maybe. Uh, damn it. <laughs> Fine, but not win. Henry Cavill. No, no. No, Henry Cavill's mustache is it's, the antithesis of important. Right, it is the anti-importance equation. There. Wait, maybe his mustache uh, is the anti-life equation. Oh my god. Maybe that's why he just looks like a dead little robot full of Botox. <laughs> it's possible. Um, the robots in iRobot had a more animated, less plastic face. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that could just be partially his acting also. I don't particularly <laughs> like him as Superman. Really? I do. I think he's I think he's good. Uh I really liked what they some of the ideas they introduced around Cyborg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cyborg he stole the fucking show. I agree. Carried the end and done. I liked the little bit of Aquaman and Mera we got. I especially like the way they frame Mera's relationship to the Atlantean court. Mm-hmm. Yep. And slash how much of a badass they make her just out of the gate. And I need more of this Barry Allen in my life. I need I need much more of this Barry Allen in my life. And is this is good? where I disagree with everyone scene. else on Earth. <laughs> where he like traveled through time and that was it before. Yeah. This is where I disagree with everyone else on Earth. You didn't like Barry Allen? I thought he was good comic relief. I don't need a whole movie of him. I do. I do. I need to Not... see him as more than comic relief. I feel like this is why they jumped straight to a Justice League movie. Because they were like, we can't make these stand alone. We're not good no. enough. <laughs> we I need have to, to make people like them first. I need to... I, I wish I had gotten to see him... Not as comic relief before just seeing as comic relief because doing it this direction, it's going to feel like a major character change. Whereas I think you can take a serious character and make it a little funnier for an ensemble but, movie. But, 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 if you go here's in that been order. my problem with Barry Allen for the past 10 fucking years. Shut up and be like a, a quarter happy for three seconds. Please, Barry, please shut up. Shut up. Just shut up. And this guy did that and he was happy and I loved it. And he ran fast and tripped and I love that too. Again, in the movie, I like him. I He's like a him mopey for, dude for a reason. I well, like he, him. Was, he was still mopey, but he was mopey and goofy. Mm. Which is possible because, hey. <laughs> That's the saddest <laughs> slash funniest thing you've ever said. <laughs> it just is the truth, though. <laughs> People deal with shit. They can also be funny. I like him in the role that he plays in the movie. I just I don't feel the need to see a Flash movie after. I do, mm. I do, and also I love Ezra Miller mm. so much. And weirdly enough, love him and don't need to see him with his shirt off. Mm. That is that's surprising. A rarity, right? 
Right? I think I might maybe just got enough Jason Momoa and uh, Henry Cavill for yeah, the man. world. Jason Momoa, like, sure, the entire movie. <laughs> mm. Anyway, yeah. You, you, you just sounded like Duncan a little bit. There. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> it rubs off. All right, well, speaking of, what were the adjectives? Funny and mopey? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of mopey but not funny, <laughs> doomsday clock number one. This is fair. So, the big day has arrived. Doomsday Clock is here. What did everybody think? Eh. <laughs> um, eh. It pretty much started out and immediately told you that everything that happened in Watchmen was fucking bullshit, and this is why. Because the world still went to pot. Yeah. So there was no point. In Watchmen is what it said. There was no point. It and said that, there was no point. And that's the joke. It's so dumb. But it feels I kind of. I was like, fair. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck you is what I thought. As a person who does not necessarily have the great attachment to Watchmen that the rest of us, well, I don't have that any you attachment and Mike have. Really, I was gonna say you, you said it earlier. Still you feels unfair to completely like write over the events that happened yeah. in something. Like somebody, somebody took time to make that story, and this one and kind of discounts the entire love thing. it. But I don't see yeah. it as I don't see it as negating anything that happened in that. It's saying it didn't. It's just it didn't work. Yeah, it's for the no world went point. on <laughs> right, but went on in a much worse way instead of just went on. Like it didn't. It did change things. It made it worse. I don't. I've never and see this is part of where Watchmen breaks for me is I don't understand how killing three million people is supposed to make the world better. I simply don't understand how the plan was actually ever a good viable plan. That well, I'm would not work. as smart as Ozymandias, so I have no fucking clue. And I would say it probably, you know, not probably, definitely wasn't a good plan. Like I think Ozymandias is clever and good at manipulation. I've always thought it was a dumb plan. To an extent, I'm going to disagree with you and Mike on this and say that it feels like this is the direction that world would have gone in anyway because it was a bad place. Okay. It was a bad, bad place. It was a bad, bad place. Like Leroy Brown. Intentionally, like, very shitty realism, so... And most of this issue is in Watchmen land. Yeah. We get like three, four pages in DC World. Yeah. Is that going to change? Are we going to get more DC World? I imagine it will based on uh, what's going on here. Um, I don't know there's a way to actually talk about what's going on here without just calling spoilers up front. Is that cool? If you want to. Okay, we're going to call spoilers. Now. So, we have a new Rorschach. Mm Mm-hmm. Recruiting people to help out him and his partner, mm-hmm. who turns out to be Ozymandias. Yeah. And he's and pulling together a team to go find Dr. Manhattan, mm-hmm. who no one has seen in a while. And yeah. we've sort of seen fucking with the DC universe. Yes. So it sounds to me like an interdimensional heist. Yeah. I'm intrigued. I'm going to keep reading it. Like I like it for for that aspect of it. Yeah. And also... I, I I have to know. <laughs> I have to know. Yeah. And I really liked Mime and um, 
Marionette. Marionette, yeah. The scene with the mime going to get his weapons out of lockup. Oh my god. Is my favorite thing in this issue. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was real good. <laughs> They're very special weapons. <laughs> he will not leave without them and I will not leave without him. But I want to see him use them. I mean... So bad. You saw him point one at... at but he didn't use it though. No. Like it didn't go off. No. Very cool. It was very fun. Mm-hmm. But definitely the best part of the issue. Do you think there will come a point where Batman grabs one of his weapons and has to use it? Yeah. <laughs> I actually do. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to love every second of that. <laughs> that would be very, very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I, I, I am so into this. I am very happy with what came out. But again, I'm, I'm okay with messing with Watchmen. It's not this beloved holy thing to me that mm. the original it's like other it's like anything else the original is always there and will always be there and it doesn't change what the original is no one has that power except the guys who wrote how i met your mother and made that terrible finale mm-hmm. that's true which did recontextualize the entire thing in a bad dumb the, way the entire yeah. thing like no character growth at all yeah. whatsoever period the end but i also argue you've got to be the original writer of something to have that power to do it in the first place yeah. and jeff johns isn't that so it's always going to be a separated thing in my mind. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. In the same way that there were a couple of before Watchmen books I liked. And view as separate things. Like, I don't care if they tie into what's going on here. I don't care if they're considered part of official Watchmen continuity. But I liked a couple of them. <laughs> the ones written by Darwin Cook. Yeah. The better thing with a cult following is always going to have angry people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not angry like that. Like, I don't think it needs to not happen. It's not necessarily everything that exists, because if it doesn't have enough people that are following it, then not hardly anyone cares. (laughs) Then people can be happy about it. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, like, if it has a big enough group of people that are, like, obsessed with this thing, then... Yeah. Did we just justify hipsters? No. No, we did not. No, sir. <laughs> but, but like, also kind of a little bit. Mm-mm. Yeah. If the only place where true joy can exist is before a thing is popular. It's, and hipsters well, whole before, things is it's liking It's before a mob thing. mentality. But some things never in. get popular. Yeah. Yeah, well, enough about me in high school. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Same. a thousand or so people listen to you. Now. And I'm very cool among high schoolers now, apparently. Oh, that's what? weird. That's, don't say that. Every, now you, I'm going to delete that. You're on a list. Sometimes there. I direct plays. And there are occasionally people who are late in high school who play kids in those plays. If your statement needs an explanation, then, then you shouldn't have made the statement. You shouldn't have made the statement different from the <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Insert dab gif here. Oh, no. <laughs> no. You said two bad things. <laughs> uh, I can make it three no, or we can move no, on. No, we can move on. No, no. Moving on is good. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else on Doomsday Clock? <laughs> I did perform an experiment. Yes. Uh, prior to having read it myself, I was curious what Doomsday Clock would be like for someone who has virtually no knowledge of Watchmen. So I dragooned my younger brother, who reads comics some, but they're not like his primary thing. Mm -hmm. 
and got him on a microphone to tell me what he knew about Watchmen in general, <laughs> and then had him read Doomsday Clock, and I, we actually read it at the same time, and then recorded his uh, questions and comments and concerns. So if that audio is good, it'll play now. <laughs> and if you're hearing me say this, that audio was not usable. <laughs> but he was not confused, but wanted to know more about what the fuck had happened before, uh, yeah. uh, before Doomsday Clock. So his plan is to go back, read Watchmen, then do Doomsday Clock. And maybe read... He actually because he is my younger brother, he actually did bring up a possible relationship between Watchmen and New Frontier because he noticed the New Frontiersman was the paper in here. Ooh. So uh, well, he did yeah. give me an opportunity to talk about New Frontier a little bit too. So. Uh, yeah. And if we're back now, then that clip worked. So, yay! <laughs> Huzzah! Hooray! Uh, Ooh. Demon, Hell is Earth. Amber, you read this one. I did. And I read um, this one. You didn't I'm, get to this I, one. No. I'm not super familiar with Etrigan, though. So this was... I don't know if you need to be. I you mean... You really don't. Like, I, I got w- the essentials, but... Yeah. I love I love me some Etrigan. I, I just have one question. And you know what that question is? How are the butts? Well, no. But also, yes. No, did it rhyme? I don't know if that... Yes, he did sometimes. <laughs> I'm done. And at one point, he was like, I don't need to okay. right now because I hate you. So they acknowledge this. <laughs> and I acceptable. guess some more weeks run, they had moved away from Etrigan always rhyming. Good. Yes. And he comes back, and the first thing he does when he gets back is start rhyming again. And Jason Blood's like, I thought you were over this. I can rhyme if I want to. <laughs> so sometimes he does, and sometimes he doesn't now. It is. It's like a. Uh, it is an affectation, and uh, I love. I love that the demon now has this rhyming affectation. Uh, <laughs> but then it's not safe. I never know if it's gonna happen now. That's what makes it so. No, fun. that's what makes it awful. Does because the rhyme it is. Yeah. I yes, I hate rhyme. Okay. I hate it so much. Well, I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> it just makes the demon all that more despicable. Can you not read rhyming poetry? I really dislike rhyming poetry. I did not know. Really about dislike you. it. Yeah, I feel like you could you could do so much better if you just didn't fuck with the rhyme. A very cool thing happens towards the end of the book, though. Yes. Mm. Um. So you want to you want to explain the setup on this book and what's going on? Um. I don't know. Is any of that considered spoilery or? Yeah, basic setups. I feel like really nothing that happens in this issue constitutes a spoiler. Um, he's having, like, really bad, terrible nightmares. What else is new, I'm assuming? Jason Blood, specifically. Yes, Jason Blood is having very bad nightmares. Um, specifically about a a girl getting attacked by a demon, I guess. The demon. The demon. (laughs) Um, and he starts talking to Etrigan, and, uh, (laughs) Etrigan tell or Etrigan is talking to him in a mirror, and Jason's like, isn't this a little cliche for you? (laughs) He's like, I'll do what I want. <laughs> um, and then we find out that the girl is approaching Death Valley where he's been at and with her family on vacation. Uh, who takes a vacation in Death Valley, honestly? This little girl's the one who wanted to. I know. She seems very strange then. She keeps having visions that they keep convincing her are nightmares. Oh, no, you must have fallen asleep back there. I know. I feel very not... concerned about what her father's been saying to her because this is yeah. all really going to happen to her. Like, this is some bad, bad gaslighting happening. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, he thinks that he's being, like, 
a good dad just being like, oh, no, they're just nightmares. It's okay, honey. You should calm down. And she's Everything's like, going to be no. fine. Nope. <laughs> Everything's not going to be fine. Meanwhile, Madame Xanadu shows up and turns some bikers into cows for that was the being best. assholes. <laughs> and she's trying to get there and head off whatever's about to happen. Yes. Which, uh, what happens? Um, essentially, uh, a, a hell nuke goes off. <laughs> There's a big, 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 big mushroom cloud that has, like, a demon face in it. <laughs> it's very cool, actually. Yeah. And Death Valley gets turned into hell. Yeah. Sweet. Well, well I, I guess they have, yeah. like, the, the equivalent of a hell mouth now. Yeah. <laughs> Just a big opening. Sweet. Yeah. It was real, real good, I thought. The fun part for me, and I don't know if this is spoilery or not, uh, is what happens when he does switch over to Etrigan. Uh, again, I feel like this issue is set up. Okay, well... Jason is like the spectral thing that gets to sit there and talk to him once he switches over to Etrigan and now he gets to harass him while he's the <laughs> demon. <laughs> yeah. It's very funny. It is a lot of fun. Nice. I actually think I'm going to continue reading this one. I am too. Like a lot of the six issue mini series are hit or miss, but this one is one of the, at least as far as the first issue goes, one of the best ones I've read in a while. It's very fun. It's got good pacing. And the art's good. The art is pretty good. Uh, I keep getting distracted. Um, hey, Alex, you have glitter in and around your beard. Oh, Is it from the decorations? Yeah. It is from the Christmas decorations. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to point you, it out, but I just keep going sparkly. I've told Sparkle. you in the, uh, about in the past when I've had time to do Christmassy things, the nickname that has followed me around. Uh-oh. Which I'm not going to say on this podcast. Oh, no. I don't, I don't know what it is. I think I forgot. <laughs> I'll tell you guys after. Just Aww. But uh, yes, some of our ornaments were glittery. They generally nice. usually are. <laughs> yeah. uh, Nightwing, the new order, number four, Jin. <laughs> yeah. Um, this one we get to see where Dick was taken. <laughs> I was trying really hard to figure out a way to say that differently. Um we said see. it the right way. And where did Starfire take Dick? <laughs> well, we have evidence. <laughs> uh, that he's in Bloodhaven. He's in Bloodhaven. It's awesome. Getting his blood that's, up. That's really. <laughs> it's really cool to see that they're in Bloodhaven. They hit um, the last place that he'd expect them to go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I really loved this issue. I really, really loved this issue because. It was complicated. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. real complicated. And you know what? It was a bunch of relationship stuff, but it was not bad. It was really real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It didn't and, make me feel bored for a moment. Right. And half the time I was going, dude, just let it go. But there's so much history there. Well, and I have this working theory, especially when it comes to specifically like teenager books. Mm-hmm. So much of plot and relationship and character are intertwined that to really get a teenager book Right. Mm-hmm. You have to nail those inner character relationships. Right. Mm-hmm. And even if you were writing them as four-year-olds, as 40-year-olds, <laughs> as 40-year-olds. As four-year-olds mm-hmm. or 40-year-olds. <laughs> From four to 40. 
the Teen Titans, as soon as they're back in the room with each other. They are other, those teenagers Revertigo again. Revertigo kicks in and yeah, they're teenagers. right. I mean, it's like, that you is hang a, out with any of your friends from high school, middle school, whatever. That is a thing that I have seen happen in real life. Yeah. If you hang out with people that you knew when you were a teenager, you kind of revert back to that behavior. Yeah. It's very weird. The psychological term is associative regression. <laughs> okay. Thank you, How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> of course. Great. Yeah. At least they also did something where the term right. revertigo is from. Yeah. Yeah. They did a lot of things right. Just not those last two hours of that show. Uh, <laughs> or that last hour of that show. I just show. wish I had never watched the last episode. Ever. Ever. I should have just stayed pure. I warned you. <laughs> oh. Yeah, this is good. I like this book. I think you should be reading this book. It's a good book. It is. It's Especially if book. you're hating Nightwing right now. This is good Nightwing. It is good Nightwing. He's mm-hmm. also a dick in this. In dick more ways a, than one. Dick is a dick. Um, Double dick. In his, like, traditional self-righteous fashion. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. right. Like, this one is, you can see how he gets here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is totally in character. 100%. I love Corey's haircut, by the way. Yeah, that girl, fine. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. real, real feeling it. Yeah, imagine. <laughs> <laughs> it rocks. I also love the detail that Beast Boy got caught in the mind transformation. The transformation. <laughs> and now he's like a Thundercat reject. Yes, yes that's exactly it's wonderful. What like. uh, hey, which book about classic comic book characters as a female biker gang do we want to talk about first? Betty and Veronica Vixens number one, or Gotham City Garage number four? <gasps> I missed Betty and Veronica Vixens. This is your fault, Alex. It is my fault. I was standing at the register talking to Bill and one of the other customers at the comic shop about Justice League when they got there. God damn it, Alex. I'm sorry. I have failed you. I'm going to bully you today. I have my copy in my car. I'll read it later. Okay. Um, obviously, I want to talk about Gotham City Garage then. Okay. How is Gotham City Garage number four? Um, I'm really enjoying it. I had actually not been... I've been picking them up every week and I hadn't been reading them. Um like, when I'd been buying them. So I, I read them all, you know, a few days ago over, like, one sitting. And I think I like it better that way. I prefer it. Yeah, I'm going to trade it. I got the first one and thought, it, you know what, I'm going I'm to I think it'll be good in trade. trade. Yeah. Um, it's real good. I like it. It's a weird alternate universe setting. Um, it it's, a, it's a very strange, like, dystopian, wasteland, apocalyptic future. Um, and... Lex is a huge cunt. <laughs> I hope I can say that on air. <laughs> yes. Um, Indeed. <laughs> he's just, he's the worst. He's like feeding people all of these drugs that keep them happy all the time. And we find out that... Oh man, that is just the worst. Spoiler, Harley <laughs> is the one that did this. She came up with the drugs that she, they're, they're feeding people. I like that detail. I like that detail a lot too. I feel like she's got redemption, you know, that she has to fulfill yeah. now because of what she did. More and more, I see them using Harley in these alternate reality, alternate timeline kind of stories as a central character and doing so much more with Better. her mm-hmm. in those than any incontinuity book has ever done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I feel like to an extent they redeemed the way she came about in original continuity. Yeah. Because in this, she wasn't reliant on anybody else. She was a doctor first and foremost, and, um, you know, she had these grand aspirations and just she wanted to 
she wanted to make Lex like super proud of her and stuff for some reason. <laughs> and so she did this and now she feels responsible, I guess, and, and needs to fix the situation. But she never had like, like you see that weird thing with Lloyd being the Joker, but she never had anyone like that that brought her along to villainy or whatever yeah. from her start. I like that. Yeah. She feels more of a realized character. She's very much, well, she doesn't exactly start there in Injustice, but she gets to a similar kind of place in Injustice. I, I don't know if you've played the game or read any of I haven't comments. yet. Uh, Josh has been thinking about buying it ever since you talked to him about it. <laughs> um, I am not normally a big, we're going to write a story around one group of superheroes punching another group of superheroes fan. Injustice does it well, and Harley ends up as Batman's right hand in... That story. is fascinating. Yeah. Like, she's got her Harley Quinn costume with the bat symbol on it and everything. I think you're correct. Um, Harley's always been one of my favorite characters, but she's a really problematic character to yeah. love. Oh, yeah. And I like the reimaginings of her a lot better than I think I, I actually like original Harley. Mm-hmm. I've never told you my Harley Quinn story idea, have I? I don't think so. All right. I'm, I refuse to tell it on air because it's actually a good idea. Because Tim, 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 Tim. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's one of like two or three actual good comic ideas I have. Okay. It's so good. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Sorry, listeners. It's so good, though. Um, I'm just warning you. You tell me about this. I might start drawing things and sending them to you. <laughs> That's fine. Because oh. inspiration. <laughs> there are some fun, fun things in there that you would enjoy drawing. Fantastic. All right. Uh, I will talk about Betty and Veronica Vixens. Yes, please do, because I actually do want to read this at some point. Same. This is very fun. Uh, it it doesn't quite do the Riverdale thing of <laughs> being, like, edgy Archie <laughs> characters. It still has this weird, like, wholesome vibe to it, except they do curse like sailors a little bit. <laughs> oh, okay. I appreciate uh, this. Ava Cabrera, who's the artist on Kim and Kim, oh. draws it. And it's got like an almost kind of, it's like brightly colored, like an, it looks like an old Archie comic with just a little more elongated, goofy style. Uh, but basically the setup is Veronica and Reggie are going to go riding and Reggie outs Archie as having been lied about being grounded to Betty and he's actually out riding motorcycles too. And Betty finds out and goes riding with him and they end up breaking down because Archie built his motorcycle himself. Mm. And the place they stop off turns out to be the hideout for the Southside Serpents, who in this world are only a myth. They don't think they actually exist. They think they're just something that parents tell kids to keep them from going out under the sticks. And Archie, in true Paul Rubens fashion, on his way out, knocks Uh, over all their motorcycles. Okay, I was like, masturbates in a theater? What? (laughs) No, he just does the dick, dick, butt, butt dance. (laughs) It's like 30 pages of just Archie on the bar. It's really strange. Yelling, tequila! (laughs) Um, No, that that doesn't happen. He does knock over their bikes on the way out. I think that happens in literally everything. They swear vengeance upon Riverdale and start a war. And as Betty and Veronica decide that Archie and Reggie are incompetent and unqualified to end the war... They start their own biker gang. Yes. That is the best. You learn that Betty has secretly been restoring her dead grandfather's motorcycle. And that apparently Veronica has experience riding. So uh, they start a girl gang. Nice. 
And it's a lot of fun. And the men in the book are super misogynistic assholes. There's like the spunky serpent chick who I don't think they even say her name at any point. Mm-hmm. Uh, who keeps like suggesting ideas on how to seek revenge and how to do these things. They're like, no, sit down and shut up. This is a job for men. Mm. And then they'll, they'll say the thing that she said? It usually cuts away at that point. Oh, okay. So as to imply that you know she's eventually going to join the vixens too. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 She's not Good. appreciated anywhere. Yeah. Good. So uh, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> I can't wait to read this. Yeah, I'm going to read the shit out of that. Um, they have, at Hot Topic, the the Riverdale High Gem Clash t-shirts. Yeah. I know what my next cosplay is. <laughs> <laughs> By the way. Midge? No, but I was just going to be a Riverdale cheerleader. Oh, okay. But I could do Midge. I do have the short I mean, hair. I was going to say, you've got the hair for Midge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think I fit in with any of the Riverdale girls. Yeah. Yeah. You could you could be Cheryl. <gasps> no, nobody <laughs> wants to be Cheryl. But you could wear a smoking. I'm red gonna dress. go back to the C word. Cunt. <laughs> Cheryl is a cunt. But Cheryl's the weird likable cunt. She's 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 you understand why she is the way she is. Okay, you got me on the path of watching Riverdale though, and she's so much worse in that show. Yeah. I like her so much less right now. How far in are you? Not, like, super far, but I don't like oh, her. You, you Just you, wait. You hate her up front. You never like her. No, but you but respect you, her You at respect some point. sometimes, and you, you often sympathize with and her. And fear. Yeah. <laughs> often fear. She is kind of a trauma sponge. That bitch cray. And she is crazy, but it never gets super, super friggy because she always kind of gets hers in the end, too. Yeah. <laughs> Um, have you made it to the uh, out tonight scene? Yes. Yet? Yes, I have. <laughs> oh, yes, I have. Let me tell you what. Best use of out tonight ever? Even better than in the fucking musical Rent. That's what yes. I'm saying. It's good. It's good. You can, All right. You can listen to that cover on Spotify, too. Yeah, oh, and I will. Yeah. Oh, and I will. <laughs> I have. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's good. What's next? Right. Uh, speaking of ass-kicking women... All new Wolverine, number 27. Yeah. This, this was a weird. Hard one. Okay. Why don't you elaborate? I'm not super caught up on All New Wolverine. Okay. And, okay. This is very strange. Like. Where did you come mom, into All New Wolverine? I. Just for my reference. Started reading. Shoot. I don't know. The trade that you told me to pick up. So, the first all-new Wolverine trade? Yes. Okay. This is, like, real far after that, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, this is, like, this would be, I think, the fifth or sixth trade. Okay. But you told yeah. me Legacy was a good place to just hop in. <laughs> and it's a decent place to just hop in. For future stories. I, mean, yeah, I like, don't know her mother... what's happening with this whole Orphan well, X thing. And that's the thing. Like, all of this is new. Like, none of the Orphans of X have shown up before. Oh, okay. The thing with the Muramasa Blade is an old Wolverine story that I've yeah. never read. Yeah. I don't think I have either. Um, the Orphans of X, as far as I know, are a new group. Um, I've never read anything with Laura's mother in it. Right. So, yeah, I think you're supposed to be a little in the dark. It may feel a little more in the dark just because you're also coming in at this and this is the beginning. But right. I well, think I didn't realize it was supposed to be keeping you in the dark yeah. a little bit. I think you're supposed to feel that way. 
Dokken's kind of an asshole, and then he's kind of not an asshole. <laughs> that is Dokken. Dokken goes both ways. True. Incidentally, Dokken goes both ways. Well, yeah, I'm aware of that already. He's uh, going to be in Iceman soon. He, he's been in an issue of Iceman, and they kind of flirted a little, and he's going to show up again and antagonize He's another problematic character. There's been, a, there's been a lot of discussion about him in the past, because some people have written things that he does while being bisexual um kind of like real bad and there's criticism of you're just giving more fuel for people saying that homosexual people do blah or do blah or do blah i can see that that's he's a little bit of a problematic character (laughs) but i like him i like him a lot in this i don't always like him when he shows up i like him in here and I, i i liked what he did in the one issue of iceman he was in fair so far um I've not made it in Uncanny X Force to where he shows up in that, but then he shows up in that too. Mm. Uh, Jin. Yeah, stuff. No, this was it was a difficult issue just because you you see how excited Laura and to a lesser extent Gabby have been to they, they've been so excited to have who they think is their mom around. Yeah, and then it just gets ripped away by somebody else that they trust. I mean. Mm-hmm. But at least he was right. Yeah. Well, I don't know what's what's worse. Probably that he was right. I mean, worse would have been if he had been wrong. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Had he been wrong, it would have been worse. Yeah. He had good reasoning, though. Yeah. He oh, did. yeah. I mean, what he does may not be very nice, but he is pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the best, but pretty good. Yeah. Uh, to tease solicitations, which will be next week. Because uh, they're sure as hell not this week. No. No. Sorry. And, well, no. <laughs> no, no. Also, no. I only have seven books next week. Next week's a light week. Next oh, okay. week's a good week to do solicitations. <laughs> oh, shit. Do I have any? I better look at that Probably. list. <laughs> uh, in February, we will be getting an all-new Wolverine, basically one-shot issue. I think it's just a one-shot issue. Sort of a palette cleanser from Orphan of, Orphans of X, Tom Taylor yeah. said, that teams Gabby and Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Up with Deadpool. Yay! Cool. Yes. Uh, yes. I, you probably haven't actually seen the arc where Gabby defi- befriends Deadpool. It's between where you started and where you're you now. Are you serious? They are so kind good. of besties. Yeah. yeah. That is fantastic. Yeah. Like, he does so good with, like, kids for some reason. <laughs> it's because yeah. he's a child. It. Yeah, he has a child mentality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of children... Amazing Spider-Man, Renew Your Vows, number 13. This book's so good. So good. Jody Hauser takes over writing. Mm-hmm. And I will say I did not like it as much as the last bit. But it was still real good. I like it in different ways. I like it for different reasons. Okay. It is to me, this might as well be a different volume of the same, of, of no. the book. No, 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 no. It was a little stiffer. The writing was stiffer. It was a little stiffer, right? But it's still especially kind of at feels, first. It, it because it of the time out. jump, it feels like a new volume. That's just all. Like you can jump in on this and it'd be okay. Yeah, yeah, you could do that. Yeah, um, yeah. This was good book. Annie May Parker is my favorite. And I love, I love Peter's new enemy, being old and lame. Yeah. Who is Peter's new enemy? Being old and being lame. old and lame. Oh, <laughs> the process okay. of becoming old that and lame. That sentence, I couldn't tell the structure. 
<laughs> Peter's yeah. new enemy, colon, being old being and lame. <laughs> yep. Gotcha. That's kind of the direction he's been going for a while. <laughs> yeah, but Just now he's the more... father of a teenager. Uh, question yeah. mark? I haven't read any of her new year there's a So there's a time jump from issue 12 in which Annie is nine. Oh, okay. I think she's eight. Eight? Because she's okay. 16 years Okay. Oh, I There's forgot. a yes, time jump, yes. and now she's a 16 year old going into her sophomore year of college. Oh, no. And by default, Peter is the least cool person in her world. Oh, yeah. no. Like, it starts out with her in the danger room being trained by Wolverine. Because he's a cool adult. And Peter shows up to save her from the danger room. Oh, no. The danger room. Oh, no. It's adorable. It's adorable. Oh, she he's hates her uncool. code name now because it's such a little girl code name. It's for babies. Aww. That I mean, is so cute. Why does there already have to be a spider woman? She doesn't even have spider powers. Not real one. But I don't want a hand-me-down name either. <laughs> she's so, she's very teenager. Oh boy. Much teenager happening. Yeah. At one point they're at the carnival and she she wins a little like uh Tsum Tsum, they like the Marvel Tsum Tsums are the carnival prize. That's so and Peter's like, get a Spider-Man, get a Spider-Man. She gets a Wolverine. Uh <laughs> I'm, like, oh, why would you do that? Come on, he's going to be so annoyed when he cool sees it. <laughs> I love that Peter's like, yep, and I just found my new wallpaper. Yep. Uh. <laughs> uh, it's, it is a little stiff, but I like it. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of room for it to go. Um, like to, 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 I liked the, the first 12 issues of this, but I think they can maybe do more interesting things not having... To Every worry about a child. To, exactly. Yeah. Yes. I mean, there's still that worry because she is just a teenager. But she's at that age where you have to let her have some space Right. Now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but her little fun. kid ass saved them, didn't she? Every damn time. Uh, there is also the best dad joke in comics in this because... Oh. My God. Peter says it. As Peter swings in to save her from the danger room, Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Oh, God. She's like, Dad, it's still not funny. Oh, God. I've done this a billion times to her. And I'm dying laughing because to me it is funny because I'm always thinking that. Yeah. I've been waiting for 13 issues for that line to happen. I could see that being a thing that you think every single time you see her name. Oh, God. It was so funny. Yeah. That's the lamest. That's the most lame dad joke. I love it. <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> you know who else had a lame dad? Hmm. Tony Stark. Invincible Iron Man, number 594. <laughs> I mean, his dad did sell weapons, so that's not totally lame. He was also emotionally unavailable and yeah, but... constantly played head games with Tony and yeah. lied to him. And... His dad doesn't do that. Come on. Wait, there are dads out there who don't do that? No, not in my experience. Right, I don't. I don't think there are dads out there who don't do that. No, there are actually. There are. This also has the best line in it ever. Is it better than Annie? Are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Probably not, because it's not a dad <laughs> joke. <laughs> but when they are fighting Doctor Doom and they say his face, his face is supposed to be all Deadpool-y, <laughs> I cracked up so bad. Oh, that killed we can me. Still make it Deadpool-y. Yes. <laughs> That was the best. Yeah. I'm really loving Mary Jane in this, by the way. Mary mm-hmm. Jane is so great. You know who else is great in this? Tony's mom. Yeah. Yes, she's with her yeah. guitar. Good. She beat the <laughs> fuck out of that guy. 
<laughs> the ultimate barbarian. She is the ultimate barbarian. <laughs> I adore when she's sitting there telling him, oh, this is a so-and-so's tooth, and that's from so-and-so's arm. You want to test this? <laughs> Honey, I'll show you a hostile takeover. Honey, the worst they're going to do to me is deport me, and I hate this country anyway. <laughs> She's a badass. Yeah. Like and her. my new mom hero. <laughs> you definitely see where he gets his spiciness from. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so good. Very yes. good. And we maybe see at the end the tease of... At least an Iron Man armor laying on the ground after they say, where is Tony? In pain. Yeah, why the fuck is he in Iron Man armor? He was like a regular person body. But he was standing in front of it right? the last time in the yeah. the last time we saw him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Still not caught up on this either. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's a gap in between this and what I've read. Well, and okay. the reality is there are like four more issues of this tops before it has to be resolved so they move on because Bendis yeah. finishes writing for Marvel in December. Uh. The last issue of his Invincible Iron Man comes out in February. Uh. I am really excited to see who takes over this, though. Mm-hmm. I am, too. Especially, I'm... like, what you were talking about before, if they're a person of color. Yeah. To give Riri a perspective that yeah. we haven't seen. I'm a little nervous-sighted because I really love this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I am, yeah, I do want to see somebody else do something with I it. I really want to see Afua Richardson draw this book. Yeah. We talked about that. I, yeah. yeah. Much I yes. Think she'd be, at least get her on covers for it. Yeah. But let her draw this. She's local too. She goes Ooh. to Oxford sometimes. I've seen her in this. Sweet. Really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh Silver Sable and the Wild Pack. No one else read this. Oh, no, I did read you this, did read I think. This? I at least started this. <laughs> no, I started this. Okay. okay. I didn't finish it. All right. I liked this more than I expected to. Okay. So it's pretty much picking up with where that storyline in Amazing Spider-Man left off. Mm-hmm. She's still in whatever fake-ass country she's from. Mm, fuck. I can't remember. Yes, that one. Yeah. Silver, <laughs> Silver Sableville. <laughs> yes. Um, Simcaria. Yes. That's it. She's in Simcaria and she's punching Nazis. <laughs> on the high seas. <laughs> Saving... Basically a bunch of Simcarian Nazis have kidnapped brown people. To oh kill boy. them for being brown people. Oh boy. Yeah. Who... Because they're immigrants. Yes. There's a whole lot of old boys today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But... The Nazis were all female. That's interesting. <laughs> I was like, and sure. One of sure. them. <laughs> Not sure what adjective goes with us. No. Yeah, and one of them, like, and I, I imagine if they end up picking up a silver, silver, say, yep, that <laughs> works. <laughs> yes. Mm, turkey. Uh huh. If they pick up. A Silver Sable book. I had to actually look at the words on the page to say them outright. Um, that are not words that normally go together. Uh, move on, Alex. <laughs> uh, the, the one character who's like having second thoughts probably ends up being a recurring character who yeah, maybe turns good. Uh, I have that... Gonna have to get that triple S tattoo scrubbed yeah, well, off. Well, there's that. There's that. <laughs> um, but I enjoyed this a lot. Punching punching Nazis are always is always fun. It is. Yeah. It's a good timing. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's always but a good time But it's just so weird that they're always... all ladies. It's very strange. It's so weird. Well, there's a bunch of lady Nazis in there. And there was so at least weird. one kind of dark-skinned Nazi in there, which right. was a confusing moment to it's me. Not... I'm like... How is that confusing to you? These are people that are defined by everything's okay for us, but not for anybody else that we say it's not okay for. But they're specifically targeting dark-skinned people. I think it was specifically immigrants. The immigrants just happen to be dark-skinned. Because there are Simkarians who are darker. (laughs) So it's more of a make Simkaria great again. Right. Oh, no. Okay. Uh... (sighs) Clever segue. Spider-Man versus Deadpool number 24. (laughs) Um, this good book. Good, this, good book. This good, good book. Yeah. This good, 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 good book. This good, good tabula rasa. Yes. yes. I love tabula rasa. Same. <laughs> I love husk. Yes. Uh, in this Same. book, specifically. I love husk, wrangler of giant chicken yes. dinosaur monster yes, things. Those this things is are great. The only time I will ever say this in my life. Poor Jerry. Oh, poor Jerry. I feel so bad poor for him. Poor Jerry. Poor Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I assumed the other two were named Jerry and Little Jerry. Oh, probably. probably. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and one Barbara. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else to say. This is good. <laughs> that was Amber snorting, not Jen snorting. We don't have to finish our drinks. Okay, good. I'm um, uh, the snort is because Amber's been drinking. <laughs> um, watching Deadpool try to find other Deadpool. And Peter mm-hmm. being like, man, I don't want to be friends. I, I really don't want to be friends. Let's I just, have to take you to jail now. Let's, yeah, let's just get this shit done. Like, take I you promise to jail. <laughs> I'm taking you to the jail and putting you in it. I want to take you to jail because you can't leave and I can. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Also, Deadpool riding into battle on a shark is great. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god. Just all of the time he needs to be doing this. <laughs> the, was this the book where the sharks were had watching? A, had a beautiful existential crisis while yes. watching Stranger Things? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> what is life? Curiously, Why are we like this? <laughs> the only thing the bowl of Petunias thought was, oh no, not again. No, no, not again. <laughs> <clears throat> Star Wars number 39. Amber, you read this? Yeah, I'm real confused because I've been hopping in at a weird time. (laughs) Did you read 38? I did read 38. Okay. I still feel a little confused. I mean, like, it's Star Wars, though. You can basically get get the gist of what's going on in most Star Wars things, I think. I did find 38 super fucking confusing. Okay, good. Not just me. Uh, This one, in fact, in all honesty, other than the stuff with... The two Imperial officers mm-hmm. who showed up in 38. You could have cut, in my world, all of 38 and attacked those, like, three pages under this book. Mm-hmm. And it would have been a much clearer, stronger starting point. It's- Just start with Luke and Leia and Han bagged and gagged. Well, not gagged, but bagged and being interrogated. <laughs> I was about to say, wait a minute, this is piquing my interest. <laughs> wow, Alex, we didn't know you had these kind of... <laughs> <laughs> this is because of Sunstone, isn't it? No. Like everybody should be in bondage here now. Yes. No. yes. I heard what yes. you said about Aquaman and Mara it's and Dolphin. Because yes. of that. Now, the Aquaman thing is because of that. Just simply because <laughs> now when I see Stepan Shayek drawing things, I'm like, 
where are the gags? <laughs> I, because I expect that from him. I saw the best picture of Wonder Woman Amazonini carrying Batman saying snooze snoo the other day. Yes. <laughs> on his Twitter feed, which I am following because Jen started looking at it during it's, podcast. It's so good. Uh, I, did you, did so you good. see his Power Girl yesterday? No, I've, I've been taking a sabbatical. All right, I'm going to find this Power Girl for you. Everybody should I know be watching Power Girl. <laughs> On to the Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I'll be back in a few. You guys continue without me. Um, Does this one get more clearer for you? This one, I, I, I have a much better understanding of what's going on from this one than I do before. I still don't exactly know what the Rebels Endgame is. Mm-hmm. Other than just, okay, we're going to pump some resources into these guys because maybe they'll irritate the Empire. That's... About as complex as the reasoning seems right now. The best part of this to me, and this goes back to I think what Brian said a couple of weeks ago when we talked about 38, was he had made a point about Star Wars is so much about black and white morality and Gillen does not write black and white morality. Mm -hmm. And the best moments of this issue, Brian listening, you were right, uh, are the Luke Skywalker bits where he... First questions the, the, it's like Sagara's right hand has taken over. Mm-hmm. Um, and Luke is questioning the brutality of their efforts. Mm-hmm. And then he goes into town and sees the Empire just weighing laced to civilians and all that. And Luke gets a little dark here. And mm-hmm. Luke just starts slaughtering stormtroopers left and right. Oh yeah, he does. And he goes back and he talks to the person in charge. Like, I understand now. Yeah, that that was in. a cool moment for me. Yeah, very not black and white. Yep. <laughs> sure. Found that Power Girl, huh? I did, and I have to say, I want to cosplay that. He added red tights yes, that left he the did. boob window, and he's my new favorite person. Is it still um, up on your phone? Uh, yeah, it is. Hold on. Show me picture. Real yeah, quick. yeah. Well, it's <laughs> up on her phone. It's her, bra- her background now. But also, oh, man, you said good. you said weighing laced, and I had to, I it's had to point so that out. Good with colors instead of laying laced. Weighing laced. I am sitting in Brian's chair. This you week. are. <laughs> It's contagious. It may not be that Brian can't speak. It may be that this chair is cursed. <laughs> it's, it's possible. Is your chair haunted by an inarticulate ghost? Maybe. Possibly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, guess what time it is. Is, is it, still it still good? good? It is. And, uh... We guessed. And we got it right. Is it still okay. good? No. No. It's not Cocktober. <laughs> I'm gonna say it's every not, time I'm on this podcast. It's not Cocktober anymore. I'm sorry. Right. I but must... Jen. No. So, uh, Brian is going to take special delight in this. Jen, I need you to get a timer up on your phone. Mm. Uh-oh. Hold on. This oh, is please. 100% on me this week. Oh, shit. <gasps> I meant, um, I'm sorry. I'm really surprised that we talked about all the things I had, especially since some of them were not, like, first-ish issues. No, it's not all on you. It's not all on you. Don't worry. You want me to go first? Did, what else did you read? Redneck. Oh, no, go ahead and talk about Redneck. Okay. <laughs> well, I could, is it still good, it, since nobody else read it? It is the start of a new arc, though. Go ahead and talk about it. Um, this real good book. Uh, you get to see Landry be a vampire. No. No, sirs. Be good dogs. You get to see Landry be a vampire, which is awesome and also bad. Also very, very bad. Um, and the only person who will help him is the only person who never received any help. 
Cool. It's good. This is a good book. This is one of my favorites. I and I think everyone should be reading it. I was going to pick this Donny up the Cates. other day. And you know mm-hmm. what? It is not one of Image's $10 crates. Really? Sorry yeah. about my dogs. They're jerks. Uh, and I actually had one other to talk about. Boys! Is it still good, too? Come here. Come here. Hey, hey, hey. Shut hey. up. Be cute. Come on. Just be cute. It's okay. Easy Ooh. action. It's okay. <laughs> uh, I actually did have one other before. Is it still good? The first Donnie Kate's Thanos issue came out. I week. didn't read it. No. You didn't. No, me neither. Oh. Um, What's wrong with me? This is a very cool issue. Nice. It starts out in the present with Thanos being visited by a ghost rider who is a former herald of Galactus, <laughs> has part of an infinity stone, what? and works for, spoiler alert now, but this is the premise of this arc, the future Thanos that has won and drags Thanos into the future to meet his future self. What? Oh my. This is involved. This is an amazing issue. I cannot wait to read this. It's so, so good. All right. Is it still good? You got your timer ready? I do. All right. Go. Eleanor and the Egret number five. Wait, wait, it didn't, it didn't go. (laughs) Where the, come here, come here. Okay. All right. Ready? Go. Eleanor and the Egret number five. Eleanor finishes tracking down her artist who she's been torturing, and by the end of the book, there are no egrets. Action Comics number 992 uh, focuses mostly on the fallout of the Oz effect and Superman's continued continued reluctance to accept that Jor-El was Mr. Oz, and you get a nice little Batman checking in on Clark moment in the uh, Fortress of Solitude. Detective Comics number 969 is sort of a transitional issue between the arc that just wrapped and what comes next. And you finally get the reunion between Stephanie and Tim. Doom Patrol number nine is not a book that one should read at one in the morning and expect to have any coherent remembrance of. But it was appropriately weird and the Brotherhood of Dada is now the Brotherhood of Nada. Flash number 35 explains uh, uh, Barry's girlfriend from the beginning of the run's arc coming back and her ascendance to the role of negative Flash. Commandy challenge number 11 sends uh, Commandy into space to fight alongside space gorillas. Teen Titans number four brings Wally back onto the team and involves fighting a giant tsunami. Wonder Woman number 35 fills in Jason's backstory and is like the third backstory issue of this arc, so it's a little bizarre, but not bad. Uh, Black Panther 167 kind of ties together the various threads that Ta-Nehisi Coates has introduced in the second run of his arc, or arc of his run, and starts making everything begin to make sense. Royals number 11, the Royals fight the gods that 
distributed the Prima Materia that became Terrigen, and one of them does not make it out. Time. Hmm. Two minutes, 15 seconds. Damn, Alice. <laughs> For how many books was that? That was 15? one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten books. What? How do, Okay. <laughs> I wasn't counting. Sounds <laughs> like 15 when I'm talking. Yeah. It sounds like a lot. It was a lot. It was still a lot. But they were all two independent clauses joined by a conjunction. Indeed. Well, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, Ooh, it's my turn to talk about things. Yes. I still haven't found my die, by the way. I have no idea where oh, it is. No. Um, it might be in that bag of die. But Maybe. we're not going to touch that right now. No. Um, I... Because we don't have to roll this week. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's true. Me. It's you. Um... It's the long box book report. It is the long box book report. I got Marvel Comics Submariner: The Depths. What can I say except you're, you're welcome. welcome? Yeah, no, thank you because it was real good. But it's a Namor book. Namor hasn't shown up yet. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Well, it. he has so shown up, but there has been little to no Namor so far. Um. This whole book is about a guy, it's about a skeptic, a a scientist, who likes to disprove things. As skeptics do. (laughs) So he, 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 in his mind, he completely disproves the Yeti. And then Um, the Yeti disproves him? No. (laughs) No. But he, he finds a big red Himalayan bear and says that this is obviously, this is obviously what everybody's saying. Everyone in the world who's ever seen a Yeti, this is what they're saying. Um, or at least in the Himalayas. Which, yeah, probably. Well, if you're not in the Himalayas, it's not a Yeti, so. Well, if you've seen a Yeti, though. It's probably a red Himalayan bear. Himalayan red bear? Something. If you're in Canada, it's a Sasquatch. But this guy gets hired by the Navy to go seek out Atlantis. (coughs) Because the last guy that they sent came back so wrong. (laughs) Uh, Because he got depth crazy. Because he had to put up with Namor for five minutes. <laughs> Probably. Um, but I really, I enjoy all of the characters in this book so far. I am going to find the rest of this and read it. Who knows? Maybe as soon as Namor pops up, I'll be like, man, I really wish I hadn't done that. <laughs> but. Maybe if it's good, you have less hesitation about X-Men Red. <laughs> no, probably not. Um, <laughs> it is Peter Milligan writing it, though. So, is even if Namor is mishandled in this, it's still going to be a good book. That's, that's probably true. It's still going to be a good book. That's probably um, true. And it has a lot of horror elements. It has a lot of crazy. And I like crazy. <laughs> um, and it has a lot of tight, confined spaces. True. <laughs> or cool. Yeah. It's creepy. Yeah. It's wonderful. I like it. I say go get this book so far, just based on the first issue. Huh. I bet it's on Marvel Unlimited. Probably. Yeah, probably. And this any... is issue number one of five. So there are five issues and done. Cool. Were there any good butts? Eh, no, not really. You, I mean, but look at the art style. <laughs> oh, pretty art style. It's, yeah, it's it's a really nice art style, but it's not... That would have been a good, it's... good butt if it had been a... You know. No, that no. this style's not conducive to good, good butts. Yeah, you get good rounded butts with this kind of style. They just got old men. Yeah. You don't want old men butts. Yeah. Well, they can be good, too. No, not those kind of old men. Uh, the main guy's not that old. Well, I was talking about, like, the guys in suits. <laughs> okay. They look fair. like senators or something. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're scientists. Okay. It's very important. They're scientists. 
No. Most of the views are aerial views or shrouded by something. Huh. Mm. I'm like, come on. Just one butt. It is pretty art style, though. It is very pretty. It's a very, very pretty book. You know, now that you mention it on the cover, even Namor's abs like, are kind of shrouded out. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they, they hide a lot. of. It's it's a modest book. Yeah. Who did modest. you say was the artist? Uh, he said Rebic. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's good. It's pretty. Yeah. That's very pretty. I like it. Cool. Fun stuff. Go yes. get book. I don't have to. I have located the misplaced Metropol number one. And as I said before, Dern. if I found it, I would do it next. Dern. Okay. Hey, I did my penance. I read whatever the fuck it was I drew in its place. Yeah, I don't even remember. I think it was that bad. It was very not good. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyone else got anything to add? Yet. No rocks? Well, yeah, we're oh. going to talk about rocks. Oh, okay. Let's just check in. <laughs> Are there still Does Amber want to talk about rocks? Well, I have not been to Rock Hounds and Relics on Lemon Street yet in Ackworth, but I would like... <laughs> Yay! <laughs> but I would like to go, which is why I remember the address. Because um, it fits my weird style. Oh, yeah. Are there more bat skeletons still? There are so many. No, 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 no. There are so many. Halloween. No, we got, a, we, we got a bone guy. We got okay. a bone guy. We can get more. Because um, I like bones. I will yeah. wear bones. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to talk her into getting some articulated animal skeletons. Weird. Because I think that would be super awesome. Um, because I really be. like articulated animal skeletons. That would be really cool. Um, I really like articulate and... animal skeletons. <laughs> I don't. That's creepy. <laughs> um, but most of those, most and the place that we would get them from is this way. But most of those are, are sourced from roadkill. I mean, it, right. it's things that are already dead. And they go out and they they strip the skeleton and... Make them into something beautiful. Do they right. put on like some bomb chicka wawa music while they strip the skeleton? Mm, no. It's sort of a vaudeville act. That's gross, and that would creep me the fuck out. I, I want you to know. I don't think taxidermy is quite that sexy. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> it's mostly smelly. You've listened to um, Judge John. <laughs> you know about yes, the, the nightmare gerbils. Yes. <laughs> no, it's... Unfortunately, when you start talking about sexy taxidermy, I think of near the farmer's market where there's a strip club next to a taxidermist, which are both places you go to stuff. Gross. Something. Uh, no, you get in trouble if you stuff, stuff something at the strip club. Jen All right. stuff bills into Okay, their, well. Yeah. <laughs> well. There's still some stuffing. Some Just stuffing. Just not the kind you're thinking of. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> You and your dirty mind. Well, <laughs> having worked at a strip club, I saw lots of people get in trouble for trying to stuff some things. Right. <laughs> I'd imagine. That's probably rule number one. Don't yeah. stuff things. Yeah. Don't touch my girls. <laughs> so rock hands and relics. Huh? Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> Go yes. to that place. Um, if you're not into bones, if you're into pretty girly stuff and doodads there's a lot of pink beads there's a lot of purple beads um i like this this venn diagram we've drawn of people who are into girly things and people who are into, can, or people who are into, into pink into, things and people who are into bones no you can be a pastel golf <laughs> it's <daughter>. fine um <laughs> you can be into both i'm just saying if you're not into goth things if you're not into morbid things she has things for you too some people don't like skeletons because they're weird they're not weird no the people are weird oh okay (laughs) skeletons are normal everybody's got one unless you're an arthropod it's true arthropod is that what it's called 
That's terrible. I hate that word. <laughs> that is the class of uh, animals that, that has are exoskeletons. That, oh, okay. got it. Gotcha. <laughs> that are Arthur's. That, that's the class of mam- mammals that passive aggressively clutches its fist uh, down by its side. Right. <laughs> and occasionally gets read to by Neil Gaiman. <laughs> yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> So, Rock Hounds and Relics. <laughs> Definitely go there. Send me pictures of you going there. I would love to see that. Also, maybe I'll be there. You don't know. Talk to Jen's sister about weird things that she said <laughs> on this podcast. Oh, God. <laughs> no, do that. No, we're, actually do that. We're still waiting for people to show up in their fursonas. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have I, a niece. <laughs> I need some pictures of you and your fursona at my sister's shop. Because, yes. I'll work on this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Get there. Do that thing. Yep. All right. Anything else? Uh, not that I can. I have a PSA of. that everybody, everybody, everywhere should read Nailbiter and Wicked and Divine and Paper Girls and <laughs> I'm probably missing some <laughs> things right now. But I, I very much enjoyed earlier this week when, as she sat down a copy of Volume Two, your daughter turned to you and said. You're going to be so confused, Mom, <laughs> yes. talking about paper girls. That's adorable. And I was like, what else is new? <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait until I get to the point where you guys finally have some answers, you said. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah it's going to be very strange. Not really overarching answers. Just, but just some little Just a little ones. context. You get some context. All right. Our theme music is the Spontaneous Elk Reunion by the Fish Who Saved the Planet. We'd like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, or on our website at panelologypodcast.com or at geektaco.com, which will point you back to our website. It's true. Uh, I think they may have taken the week off for Thanksgiving there, but we had a new episode up that you could get to there and we'll have a new episode up that you will have just heard because this is at the end of that episode <laughs> two days from now which at the earliest is today for you and might have been a day in the past that wasn't too confusing <laughs> i'm fully following this alex right <laughs> i'm glad <laughs> thank you for joining us again amber yes um thank you for having me <laughs> This is what happens when, when you say, well, I wish I had a reason to read comics more regularly, and I start dragging you to comics every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. That's true. You're doing a good job of keeping me updated. <laughs> good, good, Alex. Backlogger strikes again. <laughs> Backlogger. Also, thanks to my brother Zachary for maybe having been featured on this episode, or at very least sitting down to record a segment that, if he wasn't featured, just did not have the requisite audio, qual- audio quality to make it on. Yes. In either said. case... Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. I'm Amber. Good night and good luck. We gotta stop using that one. <laughs> it's been a while since I've used that one. I don't like it. <laughs>